0: The St Albans Film Guide with Simon Carver, hosted by Danny Smith. Welcome to another edition of the St Albans Film Guide. Simon Carver, our host, is here with us. Hello, Simon. Hello. Hi, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, we are poised and ready to go. Looking at uh, Simon's choice and my choice of films on free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. That's starting from Friday, the twelfth of February, running through to the following Thursday. Uh, but we start off by looking at uh, new releases on the streaming services Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, where do you want to start, Simon?
1: Uh, let's start with Amazon Prime. A film that's released on. Uh, Friday the 12th of February The Map of Tiny Perfect Things it has elements of um, Fifty First Dates um, okay. if, you, if people know that film and also uh, Groundhog Day the, the two come together because basically you've got a, a, a Groundhog Day scenario this chap Mark uh, a teenager who lives the same day over and over again and, and enjoys it Um, But then his world is turned upside down when he meets Margaret, who also is stuck in the same time loop. And they uh, bond over this and they settle into finding all the tiny things that make one day perfect. And it's a sort of a love story with a a bit of fantasy thrown in as well. So, yes, right, It, it looks it looks good. It's been well reviewed as well
0: okay that's um that's the map of tiny perfect things which is out on amazon prime on the 12th of february also on the 12th of february but over on netflix is the film that you're going to talk about next
1: yeah to all the boys always and forever to all the boys is a uh, a series of films it is a series rather than a series of sequels in that it's it's on a streaming service and it's it's designed as a as a series of, of stories that connect to one another. Um, it's, it's the not, same two stars, though, isn't it? It's the same two stars. It's not doing the same thing over and over again. It's sort of taking things taking things on each time. It's a rather charming thing. Uh, l- l- the the main character is Lara Jean Covey, who is a uh, a Korean girl. Well, I say Korean. Uh, she would be uh, mixed ethnicity. I think her father is um, is white American, um, but her mother was Korean. Although her mother um, is deceased, and her father is very keen on on them keeping their sort of Korean heritage and and make sure they do that, but they find it all a bit embarrassing. And to all the boys, it comes from the idea of to all the boys I've loved before, and she writes letters to all the boys that she's loved and um, sometimes it's embarrassing and sometimes it's not but it's all rather charming it's a sort of um, coming of age type thing and a sort of teen love thing but it's all done rather well it's it's probably sounds the way I've described it as being rather cheesy and it, and it is a bit but it's not it, it's not as cheesy as it could be and it it's something I think adults can enjoy as well um, it'll be a good one for Valentine's Weekend Okay. Um, and of course, would the map of perfect things? It never yeah. occurred to me when I was because uh, those been they've been flagged a few weeks ago as coming out on Friday, the twelfth, and it did, it didn't occur to me actually because they're both love stories, <laughs> and so ideal I suppose for Valentine's weekend. Okay,
0: I'm slightly com- confused by the way you describe the series of films because for, as far as I can see, they're just sequels it just looks like well, the story just continues on it's it's the same two characters and then you're looking at them at the next stage and then and then the most recent one is is just looking at it. i suppose so I,
1: I mean I, I it just feels different in the sense that uh, with a cinema film uh, you know you get you get one film and then you get a sequel uh, a year or a couple of years later these are these i think they're closer together um they're certainly
0: in their release dates they are because the last one came out in 2020
1: yeah and so it, it, it feels like they're just uh, you know uh, like a uh, a normal sort of tv serial it's just there instead of being weekly they're sort of six monthly or something um so it, i don't know i mean if that doesn't make sense to you ignore that <laughs> um but Just
0: looking it up, the the last one came out on Valentine's weekend last year. Oh, well, there we are. That, so, so, so it seems like it's a thing that they're. An it looks annual like they're sort of aiming for yeah. knocking them out on Valentine's. Yeah, week. yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, but okay, that's uh, so yeah. And, and and the previous ones have been described as quite charming um, and 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 funny and romantic, and uh, yeah. So to all the boys, always and forever, the third one of that series uh, of the to all the boys series, I guess, um, and that's out on the twelfth of February. But that one's on Netflix. Uh, when we return, we'll be looking at Simon and my choices of films on free to air TV for the forthcoming week.
1: Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for the St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com.
0: Welcome to part two of uh, this week's St Albans Film Guide. This is where we look at uh, the, the films on free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week that, that Simon Carver and I believe are worth watching. And we start off with a film that Simon has chosen on Friday, the 12th of February, 11.20pm on BBC Two. We have Lady Macbeth.
1: We do indeed. Um, This doesn't sound like an ideal um, Valentine's Day film, Valentine's weekend film. Because you don't have days for these things anymore, do you? People have birthday weekends. I have
0: a birthday (sighs) fortnight.
1: Yeah. Um, Don't get me started on that. But anyway, um, yes, this is Lady Macbeth. And... Not to be confused with Shakespeare's Lady Macbeth This is based on a Russian novella Uh, Florence Pugh plays uh, Catherine A woman who's trapped in an abusive arranged marriage Uh, She uh, tries to escape um, And uh, as she does so she commits some unthinkable acts She is helped in all this by a a handsome but hapless groom Um, played by Cosmo Jarvis flaunting convention cannot go unpunished however pushing Catherine further and further to maintain any kind of freedom it says it's daring cinema that will chill you to the bone and leave you rooting for its understandably immoral heroine
0: but this has nothing to do with Shakespeare whatsoever
1: no, no, so I mean I don't, don't know quite why it has the same uh, name but you know I mean it was the, the original novella was called Lady Macbeth of the Mizensk district um, so I mean it, 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 it it's not um, it's not ignorant of the other Lady Macbeth mm. and I, I think it's because of her uh, her sort of the way she goes about uh, trying to extricate herself from the marriage that, that that's the link between oh. um, but yeah very critically very well reviewed
0: okay that's Lady Macbeth which is on uh, at 11.20pm BBC 2 on Friday the 12th of February uh, now I've gone far more traditional romantic uh, choice here for me my, my first choice of the week on, on Friday the 12th 11.35pm on BBC 1 HD The Notebook An elderly man reads a love story to a woman in a nursing home from an old notebook full of sentimental scribblings about a passionate young couple whose fledgling affair is smothered almost before it has begun. Romantic drama starring Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, Gina Rowlands and James Garner. And it's it's such a moving, well, well played film that the. the, the way that it's it sort of t- there's sort of two stories running through it. You, you've got the present day story with the elderly couple and the man reading the, the the woman this this love story, and then and then you see the love story that he's reading to her, and it, it takes you back in time uh, to to the, the, this young couple and and showing the how they fall in love, but then showing all the problems that they have along the way, and and the way it, f- it flicks between. Present day and the, uh, the the period in which the story within the film is set, uh, it's it's very deftly done uh, and great performances. But I do think it's the older actors that steal it. I, I think I think hands down, I think Gina Rowlands and James Garner um, made this movie. And I think with with lesser actors that it could have been quite a misstep. But I think they they really elevated it. I mean, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams are quite good. But but I do think it was the older ones that that really made this movie. Am I right in thinking this is this is one of yours?
1: Sort of yeah, yeah, I think films. it's great. Um, I mean, the um, yeah, the, these uh, uh, I forgot what's the name of the guy who, wrote, who writes these books. Um, oh, well, he, he's written they all have similar sort of uh, themes. They're all well, they're all, they're all love stories. Quite often they're set on the uh, the sort of the. I want to say
0: Nicholas Sparks. I don't mean yeah, him. yeah, Do Nicholas I? Sparks. That's it. Do I mean him? Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it, who it is. Yeah, they're set on the sort of North Carolina, um, Virginia, South Carolina coast, along there, and uh, Nicholas
0: Sparks. Yes.
1: Yeah. They 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 they're, they're quite similar, but I think you know they're good, and they personally I find them to be very enjoyable. Um, you know, there was I think. Uh, Channing Tatum's in in one of these um, I can't remember what in, it in is, another now. adaptation yeah they're all a bit the same Dear, <laughs> Dear John maybe it's Dear John he's in can't remember now but anyway that does, yeah.
0: sound, that does sound about right um, mm. yeah there is, I'm sure there is a film called Dear John and I, Channing I Tatum be, was in it
1: yeah well there and, you go and
0: Amanda Seyfried as well yeah I'd be happy with your choice um, which was directed by Lassie Hallstrom and, and based okay. on the novel by Nicholas Sparks. Okay. So, uh, okay, but anyway, my, yeah, my choice—it's not that one. Um, but if that one were on, maybe it would have been that one instead. Although I haven't seen that one, so I, I probably wouldn't have. But The Notebook I have seen, um, and and I don't really like this sort of film as a rule. So if I've chosen it, I kind of think it must have been pretty good. Because, uh, you know, that sloshy old nonsense. That's you know, not for me. Anyway, The Notebook, uh, Friday the 12th of February, 11.35pm on BBC One. Then we move to Saturday the 13th of uh, February. And, Simon, you have chosen a, 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 a sort of a more recent, I was going to say modern day, but it feels like um, uh, it's not that modern, really, given it's, what, 34 years old. But you've chosen of uh, 3.35pm on PM, a Sony Movies Classic, Roxanne.
1: Yeah, and of course, oh, I don't appear to have got the right um, the right notes here either, do I? Um, yeah, I mean, and of course, the story is a lot older than um, than the uh, the Steve Martin film. Uh, so
0: it's, it's based on is it Serana de Bergerac? Serrano de
1: Bergerac, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Steve Martin plays this guy with a big nose, the head of the local fire brigade, and um, uh, there's a, a, a girl who. Who has a a crush, or a, 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 another farmer who has a crush on the girl, and um, Steve Martin's character does the uh, does the talking for him, sort of thing. And uh, but it's a yeah, it's a charming a charming love story.
0: So he helps to woo, um, her yeah.
1: doesn't he? yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he helps her to be wooed. Although I can, whenever I think of wooed, I always think of carry-on films with one of them saying, oh, you can be as wooed as you like with me, dear." Um, but anyway, yes, yes, he helps the uh, the rather gormless fireman to 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 woo his. Um, I was going to say his bow. but bow is male, isn't it? Um, his bell. His bell, presumably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so Daryl Hannah uh, in there, Steve Martin. Uh, and and uh, a load of others. Um, Fred Willard is in there, an actor who died not too long ago. I think it was the latter part of last year, he passed away. But he, he's somebody who's been in so many comedies um, and and TV programs and things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. He, he, he I, most recently I've been seeing him in Modern Family, playing. He plays Phil's dad, doesn't he? In Modern That's much, right and it's, it's just brilliant I think he's so funny he, 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 they, they, they've really cast that well but I noticed that he was in it as well but anyway Roxanne um, yes 1987 and uh, yeah Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah and that's Simon's Choice for uh, Sunday the 13th of February sorry Saturday the 13th of February 3.35pm on Sony Movies Classic and uh, Saturday evening I guess this is another um, romance of sorts. Um, there is a romantic plot to this, but um probably wouldn't outright call it a romance. But the film I've chosen, 11.20pm uh, on BBC One, is Sliding Doors. A London woman's entire future hinges on whether or not she catches a train. In one version of events, she gets the chance to start afresh and lead a happy new life. But in the other, she is stuck supporting her lazy, unfaithful boyfriend. Comedy drama presenting two parallel stories featuring the same character, starring Gwyneth Paltrow, John Hannah, and John Lynch. And uh, it's written and directed by the bloke who played um, oh, one of the Boswells in Bread. I can't remember which one he... Well, I can't remember the name of the one he played. He played the Flash one, if you ever watched... Brett. Yes,
1: yes, I, I Peter know. Peter Howitt's
0: the name of the, the actor, director. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can't remember which one of the... the um... I keep wanting to say Joey, but I think Joey was the youngest one, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, he was... Um, yeah, but, but but Sliding Doors was a was thing he wrote and directed. And an incredibly... Uh, original premise you know it's so, so clever I thought um no he did play Joey Boswell it, it was Joey Boswell that he played um anyway uh yeah uh, you know it's, it's such an original premise that, this thing about that you know what had happened if she caught the train and what happened if she, and what happened if she didn't and and how they, they show these two parallel stories and um and, and a great central performance from Gwyneth Paltrow and and I, I sort of remember at the time there was a degree of controversy about how Hollywood kept casting American actors playing um, British parts, and and it was there was you know a little bit of moaning about how there were plenty of fine British actresses, so why do they have to keep casting Americans in these parts? Because there was sliding doors, and I think around about the same time you had the first Bridget Jones movie. Mm. and you know in both instances uh, you know playing an archetypal english girl were, was an american actress but i guess it's why they call it acting
1: and of course it works the other way as well doesn't it i mean you know you've got um dan stevens of downton abbey fame it, doing quite a lot of stuff in america as indeed is his uh, co-star um, lady mary from downton abbey she's in quite a few american things now as well um but of course, her poshness in Downton Abbey was was acting anyway. Because I think she's she's a, a, a cockney sparrow. I okay. think. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there.
0: No, but, but given that um, I was, I nearly chose a film this week that had Sean Connery playing an Arab. Where um, you know, so I thought, well, if he can if he can play somebody somebody from from the the Middle East, then I'm pretty sure Gwyneth Paltrow could play an English girl. Yeah,
1: yeah Mister Mister um, Flexible. Yeah, Mr. Versatile, Sean Connery
0: there was a, So it was a film, was it the, the Wind and the Lion? Which I almost picked and I didn't Yeah, I saw that I and, thought that was on I hadn't actually watched it But I saw that it was a similar setting and it, and it came out in the same year as The Man Who Would Be King Which I really enjoyed And I thought, hmm. maybe it would be worth watching that But it, it read apparently that one of his co-stars Tried to um, uh, teach him an, a, an Arabic accent And gave up after a couple of weeks and so he just stuck with his broad Scots accent, accent instead. <laughs> Bless him. Anyway, uh, yeah, but but Sean Connery's not in Sliding Doors, um, but but that is my choice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I'm always impressed by the, the the way that, like I say, I think this is such an original, it's a, such a novel idea to, to, to do it this way. And it's been imitated a bit since. You know, people have... Have, have have used this mm. technique, but I'm pretty sure this is quite original when it came out. I, I, yeah. I don't recall having seen this this technique of, of, of showing their parallel lives and and mm. flitting between one reality and another um, in in quite in quite this way, and very clever how they tie it up at the end as well. But that's as um, sliding doors. Uh, Saturday the 13th of February, 11:20 p.m. on BBC One. Also, do you remember there was a song from it called um, Turn Back Time, which is. Uh, which was sort of quite a big hit in the in the pop charts. I, I guess. Um,
1: what? Not the share one, was it? No, oh no 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 no! It, same name, different song. Right. I was going to say I don't remember that in this. No, I don't remember that. Okay, well, there's
0: really there's a really nice song that was that that was used in the film and that was, was a hit. But uh, what was really amazing about the song is it was by Aqua, who did Barbie Girl. Okay. Um, so uh, it's quite surprising when you hear that song to think that's the same group who did Barbie Girl. Mm anyway right let's move into Sunday now and 2.15pm on BBC2 Simon's next choice going back to 1946 uh, when he was just in small trousers 2.15pm uh, a matter of life or death
1: yeah a Powell and Pressburger film they were a, a duo who produced and directed a lot of films in the, the middle of the 20th century this one uh, is was a stunning Fantasy, one of my one of my favourite films, extraordinary thing. At the centre of it is David Niven playing this RAF pilot, and it, I mean it sounds like the sort of film that is is not going to be a, a Valentine's Day film, but at the heart of it is this sort of love story. They, uh, he's his plane is crashing, and he speaks through his intercom to an American. Service woman on the ground. Uh, She's played by Kim Hunter, and uh, but he survives miraculously, Uh, and they meet, fall in love. But then he's told he was actually meant to die. You know, it was his, it was his fate to die, and so he has to go to heaven to defend himself and say why it is that he shouldn't die. And so you get this sort of courtroom in heaven. I mean, it's it's quite. Uh, quite extraordinary, um, sort of fantasy. Um, it was one of the things about it is that the that heaven. Now I think I've got this the right way around. Heaven is in black and white, and and uh, the earth is in colour. I think I've got it that way around it, I mean, the alternative is it's the other way round. Yeah, to but, but me one or the other. I yeah, reckon. what it's. it's heaven and heaven and earth are in are in ones in monochrome and ones in technicolor um and, and there's this extraordinary staircase scene as well i mean it's just visually fantastic and and philosophically really interesting as well so yeah
0: okay get yeah, that's um, a matter of life or death 2 15 p.m on bbc 2 on sunday the the 14th of uh February on Valentine's Day itself um, I've gone from a film that was set around about the same time as your movie, maybe a year or two before but, but actually came out a little while afterwards um, but we've kind of both gone for old films for, for Sunday. My choice, 4.15pm on Sony Movies Action is Sink the Bismarck A fact-based Second World War drama charting the mission to track down and eliminate the pride of the German fleet. A fearsome battleship devastating British vessels in the North Atlantic orchestrated by a British naval officer recovering from his wife's wife's death in an air raid starring Kenneth Moore, Dana Winter, Lawrence Naismith and Carol Stepanek and uh th- this really is a a, a classic of, of of you know of that whole genre of the british war film uh, directed by lewis gilbert i believe who um did a few bond films as well yeah um but uh, but yeah great great film really good effects as well for its time you know lot, they had the extensive use of miniatures and had to come up with quite um groundbreaking ways of filming them to make them look like they weren't miniatures floating in a bathtub uh, and and they they did uh, they did quite a good job with it and, and you know it's yeah, based on based on real events. I believe that the main character was fictionalised, um, not least because most of the British characters that were being portrayed actually were still alive by the time this film was made. So uh, um, you know the, a lot a lot of effort was made to distinguish the character Kenneth Moore played from his real life counterpart, who had a different name as well. Mm. Which I guess part of their wanting to separate it um but but yeah um great great uh, action war movie <laughs> just funny isn't it all the all the days leading up to valentine's day nice romantic films on valentine's day um oh, i guess yours is a, yours is romantic isn't it yeah your, your yeah, it is. yeah. So I
1: mean, no, it's, it's not a straightforward romantic film I mean, it's not a notebook um but it's um yeah there is romance at the heart of it
0: okay but but yeah um very little romance in mind and and um, pretty much this film was the end of Kenneth Moore's career uh, he uh, apparently was considered for I think it might have been the guns of Navarone or, or, or one of another big war film just after this and um, and didn't get the part because he turned up drunk at an awards ceremony and rather disgraced himself and became something of tabloid fodder and he never really uh, got a big acting part after this movie that's rather a shame he, he did do a lot of acting I believe afterwards so he just never got another leading role. I, th- I think I think that was I think that's accurate it sounds good anyway and he's not going to dispute that now but that's um, that's my choice for Sunday the 14th of February 4.15pm over on uh, Sony Movies Action uh, Sink the Bismarck so let's move to uh, Monday the 15th of uh, February 9pm uh, on Film 4 and uh, a great film and one I believe that there is a sequel on its way yeah yeah. Uh, it's it's a quiet place.
1: Yeah, I think the sequel might have been made at the same time, um, or, you know, sort of shortly afterwards. It's set in the very near future, a very small cast. Uh, you've just basically got a family, uh, mum and dad, played by Emily Blunt, and her real-life husband, John Krasinski. Uh, the situation is a sort of post-apocalyptic. The, the Earth has been... Or humans seem to have been wiped out By these insect monsters The I mean I say insect They look like insects But they're enormous But the weird thing about them Is that they are blind But they do have super sensitive hearing And uh, so As long as you keep quiet You're alright But of course it's quite difficult to keep quiet And they've got a new baby on the way And that's really difficult to keep quiet So um, Yeah it's, it's really tense, um, uh, quite moving uh, film. So thoroughly recommended from me.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, it is. It's, it's it's a cracking film. It's it, again, it's quite original as well in in its in its premise. And that, yeah, when you're saying about they got to keep quiet. I mean, it's silence, isn't it? That, that yeah. they can't help make a sound. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, then when it turns out that she's pregnant, of course they've got mixed feelings to say the least about that because because giving birth apparently isn't always the most quiet of activities. So oh, I understand. So, apparently some people make quite a noise, make quite a racket. Oh, right. Um So I've been told. But uh, but yeah, so, and, and the sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, came out in September last year. Um, but uh, I imagine we'll be heading to some kind of streaming service real soon because uh, it did get a cinema release. Um, at a time when cinemas were back open in the UK. Um, but uh, I'm not sure if it's available just yet. I can't see it listed as, as being on a streaming service at the moment. No. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, A Quiet Place Part 2 yeah, will be out soon, but A Quiet Place, the first one, is, um, is on Monday, the 15th of February, 9pm on Film 4. And then also 9pm on Monday the 15th over on Sony Movies, I've chosen Get Shorty. Uh, this is... Uh, John Travolta, uh, Gene Hackman Danny DeVito, Rene Russo and Delroy Lindo and the film is about a a film loving Miami loan shark who visits Hollywood to squeeze a debt from a B-movie director. He ends up using his impressive knowledge of all things cinematic to become a movie producer and help recruit an Oscar winning star to the filmmaker's new project and this is an adaptation of an Elmore Leonard novel of the same name and I've recently been working through some of uh, the adaptations of Elmore Leonard. I've been watching the TV series Justified, which uh, was based on one of his works. And, uh, and it, went, it sort of led me to wanting to watch some of his other ones. So of late, I've seen um, uh, sort of Get Shorty and also um, Jackie Brown and Out of Sight. They're all Elmore Leonard adaptations mm. that all came out within a couple of years of each other. Uh, and also there's a degree of uh, crossover. I didn't realise this, but Jackie Brown is connected to the film Out of Sight because um, Michael Keaton plays the same character in both movies. Uh, he right. plays this FBI agent. He's not got a big part in mm. in um, Out of Sight, but he does reappear um, playing the same character that he played in uh, in Jackie Brown. But but yeah, Get Shorties, it It's it's like the way that they've done it. It's lighter than some of those other movies that I've just mentioned. It, yeah. it focuses more on the comedy and less on the uh, on the sort of the dark um, the darker bits of of, of Elmore Leonard's work. It, it's, it's, his stuff is very dark comedy, and some of it is quite violent and brutal. But there's something strangely funny about it. But but yeah, with this one, it is a bit more out and out funny. And uh, and yeah you know great performances from in particular from danny DeVito, who's very good in it as well as john travolta who who, who carries the film well and uh, and and renee russo is uh, always watchable and this is probably pretty much the the peak of her um sort of you know her her, her film career you know this was she she was really knocking the films out of the park at, at this time but that's let's um, get shorty 9 p.m on sony movies uh, on monday the 15th of february So, let's go to Tuesday. And uh, Tuesday the 16th, 9pm on Sony Movies Classic, Simon has chosen Awakenings.
1: Yeah, another favourite. It's a true story. Um, It is based on uh, a book by uh, Oliver Sacks, who is a a neurologist. And it stars Robert De Niro and Robin Williams. Robin Williams is basically playing Oliver Sacks. And Robert De Niro is playing a patient who is one of those who have been in uh, contracting a sort of sleeping sickness in the uh, first half of the 20th century and then is in a comatose state for over 30 years but Sachs discovers that there is a drug that can release people from this and it is um, it is quite uh, dramatic the way that the way that happens penny marshall Direct and it got an Oscar nomination for best picture. So it's a yeah, it's a strange sort of film. I mean, it's not a sort of an action film. It's not a romance. I don't know how you describe it, but it is it is basically true. So it, it it's yeah, I think it's quite a moving sort of a moving sort of picture. It
0: says it's a biographical drama.
1: There you go. Yeah, that's, that's what I should have gone it. for. Yeah. yeah
0: and also got an oscar nomination for robert de niro as well as best actor
1: oh, okay uh, for, for, for this That's part. interesting because quite a lot of the time he's just it's he, just absolutely sort of frozen because he's got the sleeping sickness and can't move he's just sort of sits in a chair sort of staring well <laughs> he's obviously well, Brad- very good at that
0: well, he wasn't—he wasn't the best at it because he didn't win the. There were clearly That's true. You know, at least four other actors considered better
1: than him that year. But, but yeah, yeah, but better um, at playing sleeping lions. Well,
0: I was thinking about the other week when we talked about um, Judy Dench getting an Oscar, Oscar for the, her part in Shakespeare in Love, and um, when she was barely on screen. Mm. And you, you sort of think that must be a real kicking the teeth to the other nominees who probably had far more screen time than she did, and and. You know, yet they weren't considered as good as somebody who, who basically, I think was in one scene. Yeah. yeah but there you go. Anyway, oh, uh, awakenings is on uh, Tuesday the fifteenth, sixteenth. Tuesday the sixteenth of February, nine pm on Sony Movies Classic. Uh, my choice, Tuesday the sixteenth, ten fifty-five pm on icv 4 is the uh, the the sci-fi thriller, Demolition Man. Maverick cop John Spartan is frozen alive in 1996 and held in cryonic suspension for a crime he did not commit. Decades into the future, the dictator of a seemingly utopian city unleashes a criminal psychopath against his political enemy, but he proves impossible to control, forcing the authorities to revive Spartan to defeat him. Sci-fi thriller with Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock and Nigel Hawthorne from Yes Minister. Um, who, who, if I remember rightly, plays the villain of the piece. But uh, right. but yeah, it's um, it's all a bit silly, really. But but it's 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 entertaining enough. It's quite funny in places, and Sandra mm. Bullock is, is particularly good. Stallone's sort of doing what he normally does. Mm. Um, but but there's there is a bit of comedy to this, and and he is quite good at that as well. He's not just an action. Um, you know, he shows he can do a little bit more than just the action. Um, I say a little bit more. You know, he's, he's not. He's not amazing, but not his a stretch. lot more. But no. mm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. That that was uh, that was my choice for um, Tuesday. Uh, that's 10:55 PM ITV for Demolition Man. We move to Wednesday, the 17th of February, 9 PM on Sony Movies Action, Bugsy. Now, but not a Custer Pine sight, Not that one.
1: No, I must have. Been, when I first saw Bugsy, I thought, Oh, is that the Alan Parker film? But no, it's not. It's a Barry Levinson film. It's uh, a gangster film, but it says it avoids the usual gangster film clichés in this stunningly designed movie. A double Oscar winner that's strewn with memorable scenes and distinctive criminals. Uh, Warren Beatty is uh, Benjamin Bugsy Siegel. And Annette Benning uh, is his mole. It says... Uh, Even if his on-screen romance with Annette Bening never really catches fire, unlike their off-string relationship, which led to marriage and parenthood. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's quite long. It's uh, nearly three hours.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was certainly I I remember the film when it came out and it was presented very much as a as an epic, you know, and and, and something uh, considered to, you know, they were trying to push it as being part of like the same ilk as Goodfellas, which I think came out the year before, Mm. which was also very long. And the Godfather films, which were all very long. And I'm not quite sure if it fits into the same category as those movies, but it is very good. Um, and and uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, based on a true story. Uh, well, based on a true character um, because you know uh, Bugsy Siegel was a was a real life uh, gangster mm-hmm. from that area, from that area, from that era. Mm. And uh, yeah, good supporting cast as well: Harvey Keitel, Ben Kingsley, Elliot Gould. Yeah, quite quite a, an impressive cast list. But that's um, that's Bugsy. Uh, the the another. Um, biographical drama it says here so obviously you're on a, on a
1: roll with those uh, yeah but I'm, I'm on a roll with my biographical dramas aren't I yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and that's 9pm on Sony Movies Action Wednesday the 17th of February uh, I've gone 9pm on the same day over on the Paramount Network with The Patriot a retired soldier, Benjamin Martin, who turned his back on the military to become a farmer in South Carolina, takes up arms once more to avenge the unprovoked murder of his son at the hands of the British during the American War of Independence. As he seeks vengeance, he finds himself up against a sadistic officer wreaking havoc in the surrounding area. Roland Emmerich's action adventure starring Mel Gibson, Jason Isaacs, Heath Ledger and Jolie Richardson. And, and this, th- there was something... Of Braveheart in this, I felt it, it. aspired to to be, you know, putting Mel Gibson in, an, in another period piece epic where he's once again battling the English, and uh, you know, th- there was something about it that that was. It was like it was trying to remind the audience, mm. you know, oh, remember Braveheart? Oh, you know, mm. you'll love this. But but it, it's not. It's not at all anything like that. The the epic that was Braveheart. But but this is this is quite good, and um, it's. Uh, it really, you know, you you do you do end up hating the English because because you think oh you know wow I can't believe how evil they really were, and, and Jason Isaacs is is great as the the villain you really despise him, um, and uh, and yeah it, it, of course um, and Heath Ledger playing uh, playing his teenage son playing Mel Gibson's character's teenage son, but uh, but yeah if, if you want to see Mel Gibson with a with a ponytail and a and a musket with a bayonet you know and, and running through. Explosions and things like that. Then, then this is the film for you. Um, have you, have you seen this one? I don't think I have. No. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's quite long, but it's, it, it is, it is well done. And and Roland Emmerich, of course, who, who's hot off the back of things like Independence Day, that was that was him. And I think, I think he did a Godzilla movie around about the same time as this, maybe a year or two before as well, but. Uh, uh, I'm just looking that up now because I kind of feel like I made that up. And didn't he also do uh, The Day After Tomorrow, which I think is another one of your favourite films? Oh, yeah. The <laughs>
1: yeah, Day After Tomorrow, great film.
0: Yeah, um, he, he was certainly the writer of The Day After Tomorrow. Um, he, I've got a feeling he might well have directed it as well. Yes, he did. But anyway, The Patriot, uh, Wednesday, the 17th of February, 9pm on the Paramount Network. We move to Simon's final, final choice of the, of the week. Although I think both films on, on this day, I think Simon would heartily approve of. Um, but let's, let's hear your choice first, Simon. You've gone Sony Movies Classic 9pm in the heat of the night.
1: Yep. Um, it won five Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Actor for um, uh, Rod Steiger. It stars Rod Steiger, obviously, and Sidney Poitier. Uh, Sidney Poitier is a detective who is wrongly arrested for murder while happening to be changing trains in a small town in Mississippi. His situation is made worse by the fact that the police department is run by um, Rod Steiger's character who is a bigoted police chief. 67, of course, is right at the height of the civil rights movement. And so it was absolutely a... A, a major uh, political statement film at its time and it's still still very powerful um even to this day mm.
0: yeah yeah great movie there there were a couple of sequels weren't there with um Sidney Poitier pl- re- returning to the character Virgil Tibbs wasn't it The yeah it
1: was one of them called they call me Mr Tibbs uh, yes I think
0: and then the other one was called something like the oh the inf- no it wasn't the enforcer um I can't remember it now. It will, we'll, we'll find it. But uh, but yeah, the, you know, re- great film and and, and the organisation was so they call me Mr Tibbs was the first sequel, and then the organisation yeah. was the was the subsequent sequel boat, and all three of those with Sidney Poitier. Mm. And then there was a TV series which apparently ran for several years in the eighties, but but yeah. with a different cast.
1: The sequels apparently didn't do very well, um, which suggest that i presume rod steiger wasn't in the sequels i don't know i'm only saying that i'm just putting two and two together um i know that sydney poitier was i uh, you you're probably yeah, probably yeah well right, i mean he, he was yeah he'd have to be wouldn't he <laughs> they couldn't call a film they called me call me mr tibbs and not have mr tibbs in it i suppose Well, um, they could have had a different actor they could have had a different actor you're right you're right but they they didn't um they didn't. And, um, and of course, They Call Me Mr. Tibbs is a line from the first film as well. Yeah. Um, number 16 in 100 movie quotes, apparently. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, so anyway, the In the Heat of the Night, uh, a classic movie from 1967, uh, and that's 9pm on Sony Movies Classic. And then my choice, uh, <laughs> classic in a very different way, um, but I, I would guess this is possibly in your all-time favourite list, Simon, ten fifty-five PM on ITV Four. Tremors.
1: Yeah, I did notice Tremors was on. And I thought, I just no, I can't. I, I, I'd have been, I'd have been ashamed to have picked it again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the B movie of all time. Um, yeah, it's one of the great B movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, country it, western star as as uh, in a straight acting role, and as well Reba McIntyre, which is yeah. One of, I don't know how many straight acting roles she had but i suspect not very many
0: um yeah i, I don't know i mean if, if only there's a way of looking that one up but
1: yeah but, Kevin um, bacon, did we say kevin bacon stars i haven't I said know. much
0: about it at all got, didn't get beyond tremors and you got all excited yeah i did that's um, true yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for those who don't know see you've
0: recommended it loads of times before but since you last recommended it i've now seen it which is why I felt that I could recommend it. Yeah. Um, so a dull American town in the middle of the desert is suddenly attacked by huge man eating subterranean creatures. Luckily two dim witted, but brave handy men step into the breach to lead a ragtag bunch of locals and a mismatched pair of survivalists in the battle against the gruesome worm-like monsters. Comedy horror with Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Finn Carter, Michael Gross, Reba McIntyre, and Bobby, uh, Jacoby, And, uh, it spawned an awful lot of sequels uh, the most recent of which came out just a couple of months ago and is now on uh, Amazon Prime which is what made me think of it because uh, Tremors Shrieker Island is is, uh, one of the films that was advertised when I was trying to watch something the other day
1: and I thought I know who likes the Tremors films have a look at that (laughs) yeah there's been an awful lot of them I suspect it's going to be awful yeah it still stars Uh, Michael Gross I see yes who who is um, yeah who was in the original film
0: and I think he's been in many of the sequels I don't know if he's been in all of them but this is the seventh movie in the uh, in the Tremors franchise but Kevin Bacon's only been in the original but was asked in an interview recently about it and apparently he he did say that he would be quite open to appearing in a subsequent movie Um, whether whether or not he was serious I guess one you know only time will tell but but it is it is good it is fun and it, it i would say it's in a similar mold to lake placid in that it, it is a, a, on the face of it 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 seems to be like a horror but but in fact when you scratch beneath the surface it it really is a tongue-in-cheek um comedy isn't it, 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 it you, you cannot really take it seriously mm. yeah good chat anyway um so that's uh, tremors um are you... Sorry, you, you seem somewhat distracted there. Are you looking something up?
1: Well, I was looking up about the various editions um, of Tremors. Um, right. To see... Because Fred Ward is plays one of the handymen in the first film. And yeah. uh, I was trying to see how many he's in. He's only in the second... Uh, I think he's only in the first sequel, but uh, Michael Gross seems that, to be the one that uh, continues through. Um, I can't remember which part he plays now, but I think...
0: Wasn't he the survivalist? Wasn't he the husband of Reba McIntyre?
1: Oh, right. Yeah, up on the roof at the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, yeah, so he's... Yeah, he's a sort of an old guy, isn't he? Well, older... Anyway, uh, yeah.
0: Well, he certainly is now, yeah. Um, but, but yes, there was... Um, I'm just looking here at all the names of them. So you've got Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Tremors 3... Back to Perfection uh, Tremors 4 The Legend Begins Tremors 5 Bloodlines and then uh, Tremors Well, it wasn't called Tremors 6 but the 6th one was um, uh, Tremors A Cold Day in Hell
1: right but, uh... yes they, they don't have quite the same names for these sequels as they do in the Sharknado films but no <laughs> um
0: but yeah so because uh, yeah, i think they call the creatures the the they call them the, well they they got different names here because i think there were different types of creature without ruining it too much but um graboids um ass blasters and shriekers were were three different variants of the, the the creature that was attacking them oh okay yeah great names uh, anyway, the original one, Tremors which, yeah, which yeah. I suspect th- this really is an example of well of the law of diminishing returns but Tremors, the original one so. yeah. Yeah, is Thursday the 18th of February 10.55pm on ITV4 and that concludes uh, our lists for um, another week. Mm. So Simon uh, yeah. you have to choose one of those to be your pick of the week which one will it be?
1: It's very tricky because I'm very fond of quite a few of the films I've chosen this week you know they're like my you know, they're like my ch- I like to think of my children, you know, and picking one child is, is always difficult. But having said that... Yeah, but you that, do have
0: a favourite child, so surely you can
1: choose a favourite I'm going to go for A Matter of Life or Death.
0: OK. Uh, I think... I'm not necessarily saying that this is the best film of the list that I have put together, but, but I just think that if you only got to watch one, this week, watch Get Shorty. I'm going to go with 9pm... Uh, um, I thought you were going to say The Notebook. I
1: was convinced you were gonna say the notebook <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I mean the, arguably I think the notebook might be better but but you know uh, get shorty I'm going for because it's it's slick it it's cool and it's funny and uh, maybe that's what we need a bit of that at the moment so uh, that's my choice okay Simon um you are back on Sunday with the Dagn- with the
1: well, leg- yes and no no um The podcast will be out on Sunday, but we have a a guest uh, speaker. I should be doing the introductions and putting the music together, but we have a guest speaker, uh, Stephen Copson, who is one of our regional ministry team in uh, Hertfordshire and the surrounding counties. And he's going to be uh, in in the chair, as it were, on Sunday. Uh, I shall be uh, speaking at Bushy Baptist Church, although... It's all a bit weird because Stevens won't be moving from his home, and I won't be moving from mine. So, <laughs>
0: and also, could, could could the dear listener, if they were that inclined, could they actually watch both?
1: They could or listen. They, to well, both? they could listen to ours, and they yeah. could watch theirs. Um, right. Yeah. So, if you go online and look for Bushy Baptist Church, uh, I think I think they put it out in various formats. You can, I think, you have, if you have a link, you can watch it on Zoom live, and afterwards, it, it, I think. It I think it goes out on YouTube afterwards. Okay. So you can you could go to YouTube and see if you so can you find can get it. So you do it live on Sunday morning for them. Uh, y- y- well, I won't be live, but the service will be going out live.
0: So they put it out on Zoom on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Is that what you're
1: saying? Y- okay. Yes. Some of it will actually be live on Sunday, but oh. I I won't be. I, I should be slotted in. Uh-huh. I should be a recorded item slotted in
0: all oh, right might, might have to watch that not least just to, to see how they do it see if yeah. you get any ideas yeah. anyway um, but but yeah, we um, if you want to f- follow. So Simon will be will be hosting and, and of course regularly as he always does, producing the Dagenham Street Baptist Church um, virtual service podcast. But but there'll be another guest speaker, Stephen Copson, on this Sunday's one. But Simon, thank you very much. The You're link very to welcome. You, that's, uh, uh, that um, podcast is on our website at uh, senorbonspodcast com. You can also search for Dagenham Street, and you'll find that on your podcast platform of choice. And we'll be back in the film guide around about the same time
1: next week. Thanks a lot. Take care.